BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This is the happy hour. You guys know the happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Clary. C is for chunk. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome into the happy hour, everybody. Happy Monday here on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. I am Rico. Nick will be joining me shortly. He's got some business to attend to, so he'll be in here in a little bit. But it's just me here on the happy hour brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting. Join me for the little bit of time that I am here solo. 402-464-5685, Honda Lincoln Hotline, Sarder Heyman text line, and on the Sarder Heyman Jewelers live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, and on Allo, channel 951, if you have Allo. Welcome in. How are you all doing? I hope that you all had a wonderful weekend with Nebraska football winning, as Matt Rule says, not ugly, but tough. Winning a tough game. Uh, against the Purdue Boilermakers. I hope you had a wonderful time watching volleyball remain undefeated as the lo- the lone undefeated team in NCAA D1 volleyball as the Citadel fell in five sets. Nebraska beats Maryland and Rutgers in straight sets, sweeping both of them three to nothing. A uh, little bit of a closer match on Sunday than anybody probably expected, but still got the job done. And Men's and women's basketball exhibitions, both of them take care of business. The women against Dakota Wesleyan, the men against Doan. Oh, and guess what? Nebraska sports wasn't done as the women's soccer team took care of business in the quarterfinals. First round 
against Ohio State, a 3-2 to two victory. Moving on, going to Columbus, Ohio for the semifinals of the Big Ten tournament as they will take on Wisconsin, the Badgers, a team that Nebraska has faced as they started the Big Ten season against the Badgers and tied them here in Lincoln 2-2, two to two, the Badgers with a very late goal to tie that one up. No ties in the tournament, though as they'll have to go to a shootout, which is how Wisconsin made it this far or made it past the quarterfinals and into the semifinals as they won a shootout after a, I believe it was a 1-1 tie. They won the shootout 4-1, to so dominated in the shootout. Nebraska, Wisconsin will meet in Columbus, Ohio uh, later on this week to see who moves on to the uh, Big Ten. I think that one would be the Big Ten Finals, Big Ten Championship Finals, to see who is the Big Ten Tournament Champions and see if Nebraska can get their way into the NCAA Tournament. Uh, Eleanor Dale. The nation's leading goal scorer continues her hot streak as she scores two goals in that one against Ohio State, taking her total to 25 on the season. Sarah Weber, who you can hear on these very airwaves um, on Tuesdays, her and Sammy Hawk have their own show, Ticket Weeknights, on Tuesdays, on and off the pitch with Sammy and Sarah, Sarah and Sammy. Uh, Sarah, with a nice laser of a goal, kind of early in that one to get a... 2-1 to one lead. Uh, Ohio State kept it within one goal, never led, but then Eleanor Dale with her second goal in the second half there against the Buckeyes to take the win, 3-2. to two. <clears throat> Soccer moves on. Volleyball, as I said, takes care of business against Maryland and Rutgers. Uh, a sweep of Maryland. Not really close in that one. That was their first game, first match back after the Wisconsin match, and when I tell you that it was quiet, in the Bob, it was it was a little eerie how and, and look, it's not that it was, you know, quiet and not loud and not raucous, but compared to that Wisconsin environment, I mean really anything's going to be quiet compared to that. So that first match back against Maryland, people were loud and excited. They did their hype video, which included some of the shots from the Wisconsin match, including the 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 final victory celebration on the court, got the crowd going a little bit and um just a nice celebration there, but it was it was a little quiet in the Bob, a little eerie, a little sleepy, but Nebraska brought their own energy and uh, took care of business, sweeping the Maryland Terrapins. Uh, Harper Murray had herself a heck of a match against Maryland. Not the, the greatest against Rutgers the second night, but Merritt Beeson kind of built on her National Player of the Week, ABCA National Player of the Week, um, Award against Rutgers, having a, a heck of a match in a, in a in a match where Becca Alec, who's usually starting in the middle, didn't play at all against Maryland in on that uh, Saturday Saturday night seven thirty tip uh, match. So we saw Mace, or uh, Maggie Mendelson, who also plays on the basketball team, get the start in the middle. Did her thing. She started off, I believe, four for four um, before she had one of her. Or, yeah, four for four before she had uh, a hitting error, and I think she finished with five kills on the match and about three or four blocks. I don't have the stats in front of me, but um, she had herself a really nice match starting in place of Becca Alec, and Andy Jackson subbed in from time to time, getting her getting some action in the middle as well. And uh, Nebraska sports just all around doing a fantastic job this weekend. Women's basketball takes care of Dakota Wesleyan, uh, and in that one, Darian White, the... Grad transfer point guard. Look, when I tell you that if you're going out to women's basketball games, look for number zero on the court. She is going to be, (laughs) 
she is going to be very fun. She's going to be a lot of people's favorite player. She's my favorite player. I just I've seen her in one game. She's my favorite player already. Flirting with a triple double, three for three from three at one point. I think she finished uh, four for five from three point range. Again, I don't have the stats in front of me, but she played a fantastic game. Flirted with a triple double, finished with double digit points and over five, over six rebounds and assists. Um, you know the regulars: Alexis Markowski, Jazz Shelley. Uh, Kendall Moriarty, all, all of those, all of those players did their thing. Um, but also Natalie Potts, the freshman, incoming freshman, who will be playing in the middle with uh, Alexis Markowski, um, did her thing as well. She looked really good in the middle, getting getting rebounds, snatching the rebound out of a Dakota Wesleyan player's hands um, multiple times, hitting shots, getting some steals, uh, just kind of being a menace. And it was good to see. Although Amy Williams, after the match, said that they knew Dakota Wesleyan was going to crash the boards and kind of be a feistier team. And she was a little disappointed in the way that her team went after defensive rebounds. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, offensive rebounding wise, they kind of did what they did all of last season and dominated offensive rebounds, um, getting second chance points left and right. But on the defensive side, it was a lot of long rebounds, too. And Nebraska just. I, I don't know. Just I don't want to say they were out hustled, but they were just getting beat to a lot of those boards, um, allowing Dakota Wesleyan to get uh, a couple more offensive rebounds than they than Nebraska normally allows to teams. So Dakota Wesleyan, a team that <clears throat> is 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 a solid team, but isn't anywhere close to the level of some of the Big Ten teams you're going to face. That's that's one of the things that you see that you're you're a little lacking on the defensive rebounding side of things, and want to get that corrected pretty quickly before you have to go up against a team like a Maryland, like an Indiana, like an Iowa, although with an Iowa and Caitlin Clark, she won't be missing a lot. So um, still, you want to get those rebounds when you can. And that's just something that they need to work on. But um, they they claim or they say that they they want to be more of a three point shooting team. They took a lot of threes in the first half, didn't make a lot of them, really struggled in the second half. I think they only scored 18 points in the second quarter. Third quarter rolls around, 30-point explosion for for Nebraska women's basketball on that one. So um, that's kind of where they built the lead, built that deficit that they ended up beating Dakota Wesley. And, and uh, it was a good showing by the women, and, and they're going to be a really fun team to watch. They open their season. That was just an exhibition. They open their season next week, I believe, on the 6th against Louisiana Tech. So <clears throat> get yourself out there to PBA and watch the women do their thing. The men's game. I'll, I'll admit it, didn't watch it because um, I don't have Big Ten Plus, but was getting some of the highlights, some of the... Why is my throat so scratchy? I apologize, everybody. <coughs> um, saw some of that stuff. And uh, I don't know if it's a... Well, it's definitely a worrying sign that Kase Tominaga rolled his ankle as bad as he did. If you haven't seen it, you can head to Twitter and just type in his name. I'm sure you'll see the picture. It's not... You know, if you're squeamish, you're fine. It's not like there's anything, you, you know, he didn't break his leg or anything, but it is a pretty solid rolled ankle that Kase is going to be dealing with. They said it was a little swollen. They couldn't really get x-rays, MRIs, whatever they were trying to get, so they'll determine exactly how serious it is today, but not great. He wasn't wearing a walking boot. He wasn't on crutches when he came back out after limping into the locker room, but he did have a noticeable limp. So you would think it's not that serious but it is something to keep an eye on especially with all of the other injuries that Nebraska men's basketball is dealing with right now um you know rink mass and the random act of violence and the broken nose 
Um, Romel Lloyd Jr. didn't play. Uh, a lot of a lot of the athletes that they brought in, a lot of the newer guys that they have that are going to make a difference on this team, didn't play in in last night's exhibition against Doan. But you did get to see some of the younger guys who. I, again, I don't know who's going to start, who's going to get meaningful minutes, but you did get to see some of those guys who maybe won't play as much. Maybe an Eli Rice, again, we don't know how much he's going to play, but he got in, he did his thing. Um, so men's basketball takes care of business against Stone, looked pretty good. You hope that they can get healthy before or, or close to after when the season starts or when the season does get started. So, you know... Husker Athletics had a fantastic weekend. Again, you guys all know how the football game went. Everybody was watching the football game. 31-14 victory over the Purdue Boilermakers. A great showing defensively. Um, I know when Nick gets in here, he's going to you know rave about the stop rate for the Huskers as they've been holding their opponents to, to no touchdowns, no field goals, a lot of, uh, a lot of turnover on downs or punts or, or you know no field goals allowed as well. So that's going to be something I know Nick will rave about when he gets in here. But Nebraska's defense put on a great showing against the Purdue Boilermakers, allowing less than 100 rushing yards and 100 passing yards for the first time since uh, quite a long time for Nebraska. Uh, the offense, a little bit of a struggle. You know, with the with the wind and with the cold, you weren't expecting a lot of passes. You didn't get a lot. Uh, I believe that Heinrich Harburg only attempted 11 passes. So if you're paying attention to our uh, weekend picks, the under hit for what we said. I think we set 15 and a half. Um, the under hit for that, as he only attempted 11, completed six, 122 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, but fumbles, a big issue with this team. Matt Rule said it earlier last week that this team has been putting the ball on the turf way too much, and it continued in this one. It continued. They just they, they couldn't hold on to the ball. I don't know if it was the cold or what it was. But running backs, quarterbacks, nobody could hold on to the ball in this one. Purdue was fumbling a lot, but Nebraska fumbles the ball five times, loses four of them. Recovers one, loses four of them, however. One of them goes back for a touchdown as Jeff Sims came in for Heinrich Harburg after he takes a shot uh, on, on one drive, ends up fumbling the next play, but takes a shot, is bleeding from his mouth. Jeff Sims goes in for, for a series. Play gets mixed up. They're going forward on fourth down. He gets hit, he fumbles, it gets picked up by Purdue and taken back for six. Uh, just not uh, not the greatest showing in, what, three, four plays for Jeff Sims. It was very unfortunate. Uh, you heard Rule talking about it before. The, the play was called to go to the right. He turns to the right to hand it off. Running back goes to the left. You know, blocking goes whichever way the blocking went. Somebody came untouched, well, not untouched, but somebody came through, hits him, he fumbles, they pick it up. Emmett Johnson misses the tackle, they take it back for six. Hi, Nick. What's up, Rico? How you doing? I'm doing well. How's life going? It's going good. I've just been talking about the weekend in Husker sports. I uh, I apologize that I uh, left you hanging. Yeah, you're fine. So I made um, it. Yeah, no Husker football though, huh? Five and three. They did it, no, Rico. They're they're one game away from bowl, a bowl win or a bowl game. I know me. one win away from a bowl game. Gotta love it, right? Did uh, not think they'd be at this point. At this this well, I didn't. I I put the yeah, for you, me, you, I said you they would doubted. Win, I said they would win five games this year. 
That's right. And here we are. You were right. There are, four, there are four games left. To this point, you were right. And let's just hope that they don't. Hopefully, I'm wrong. Yeah, I was going to say. Like, right were... now, I'm right, but now I want to be wrong. Before, I re... if I was wrong, it could be less. But at this point, I want to be wrong because that would mean it's more. I remember you telling me, I want to be wrong. I want to be wrong. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc i do want to be wrong and here we are you're thank, one game away from being wrong thank goodness i'm gonna be wrong hopefully i know right hopefully. uh did you go through the whole spiel 402-464-5685. I went through all of that. I went through the, the video Beautiful. stream. I told everybody about the soccer's win. I Huge. went through volleyball's two wins. I went through the exhibitions, although I didn't watch the men's game. I don't know yeah. if you did, so you'd be able to give more on the men's game. But uh, I gave them the women's game, and I was just getting into football. I was just letting people know. How about this? Notorious B.I.B. asks, did you guys have a problem with the high five on the way to the end zone? No. Absolutely not. No, I thought it was great, and I I want them to do it more. Nebraska, Nebraska's been in this time where they haven't had a ton of success. Do they're, people, they're tasting they're tasting success for the first time in some of these guys' careers, like consistent yeah. success. Like I understand in terms of that you could get flagged and the touchdown wouldn't count. Yeah, I get that, but also they're having fun. I mean, Rule had a problem with it, so whatever you do, you. His wife yelled at him for yelling at them. Yeah. Um. So whatever you do, you. That's how you feel. He is the head coach, so his you know feelings are probably more valid. But I, I think it's fine. I think it was fun. I think it was in the moment. It wasn't anything directed towards Purdue. It wasn't you know out of malice. It wasn't too much, in my opinion. It was just a couple of high fives from teammates who were excited yeah, to chill. be returning a blocked punt or a blocked field goal for a touchdown. I mean, N- Nebraska, Nate Gary was the last uh, Husker to return a ke- uh, field goal for a touchdown. There you go. Quentin Newsom now special teams player of the week in the Big Ten Conference. He's so. John, He was Johnny on the spot two times. Yeah. He's the only Husker, aside from the guy who botched the, the, the punt return back there. Yep. The ball pops out. He recovers it. Thank goodness. Although the defense probably would have stopped him, whatever. Uh, but he recovers it. Thank goodness he does that. And then Johnny on the spot catches the blocked field goal while it's still coming down. That never hits the turf and takes it in for a touchdown. I mean, I love it. That's fantastic. I mean, here's the no, Nebraska is doing things that I, I think they haven't experienced yet, right? Um, I think also they're they're having results and performing in ways that Nebraska fans haven't seen or experienced in the last five, six, seven years. And so there's a lot of optimism. There's a lot of excitement. Nebraska, think think about this. Nebraska could be six and three. And then the next week we're talking about how Nebraska could be seven and three. And seven and three halfway through November? Hello. Never 
not in my wildest dreams did I think that that was going. I could not like in all reality, even the most optimistic parts of me before this season started with the way that things were going and the way that we knew how rules tenure at other schools went. Yeah. And just the way that the roster was constructed and, you know, bringing players in, whatever. I did not think Nebraska would have seven wins, six wins yeah. at all this season. Well, I so here's where I, I stood. Being honest and transparent, I saw them getting six wins. I didn't see them getting six wins potentially by November 4th. I truly didn't. I, I really didn't. Because we were so accustomed to Nebraska doing the old Nebraska thing. Mm-hmm. Where it was, yeah, should they beat Minnesota? Yeah. Well, and then after the first game, right, Nebraska probably should have beaten Minnesota but was unable to. Bet you didn't. Right? They got the two wins against the two teams they they should certainly beat Mm -hmm. in Northern Illinois and in uh, Louisiana Tech. Mm -hmm. And, like, slowly but surely, you're exercising all these demons and you're checking boxes. Exercise the demons. You're, like, checking off the boxes of, like, all right, Nebraska, to show us that this thing is heading in the right direction in year one, right? And this isn't saying to say like there's a wholesale change going on, that there's they can only do so much. I think it's important to note and recognize only so much can happen and can visibly be seen in terms of changing the culture and the program and the way they operate. Mm-hmm. Only so much can happen in year one that we're going to be able to actually visibly see and so, do not take what Nebraska fans you have seen lightly, I think. No, no. Because what we've been able to see is that a defense who rallies around their coordinator is a very, very talented defense. We saw that even at the tail end of last year with Bill Bush. I mean, I was saying this earlier with, with Terrell on the captain, that this defense, it's not like it's a completely new like player-wise yeah. defense. There are a couple pieces here and there that are transfers in or freshmen who are making an impact. But by and large... It's the same defense as last year. Yeah. And you saw it, like you just mentioned, towards the tail end of last year with with uh Coach Bush, Coach Bill Bush, uh at the helm leading that when he just took him back to the basics, like, hey, this is how you line up. Just getting yeah. him back to the basics and how bet how much better they played towards the tail end of last year. And now with Tony White in there, uh, with all of the new defensive uh, assistants in there, all the position coaches in there, you've seen this defense take another step up. Mm-hmm. And I had somebody, you know, kind of kind of push back earlier saying, "Look, they haven't faced very good offenses." I don't care. Because guess what? Before, you wouldn't face very good offenses and you would allow them to run for 200 yards. You would allow them yeah. to pass for 300 yards. Now, you're holding teams to less than 100 yards per game. You held you just held Purdue to less than 100 yards per game rushing and passing. Yeah. Your your passing defense was allowing 200 plus yards. I was expecting Purdue to throw for a lot more yards, but they didn't. That's a, that's a testament to that that secondary, maybe you know blocking out the noise, but maybe hearing the noise, hearing how this rush defense is fantastic, the pass defense does this, blah blah blah. They're giving up two hundred yards, and the corners and the safeties are like, okay, bet this isn't going to happen on our watch. Tommy mm-hmm. Hill, two interceptions. It was great. It was a great showing by this defense. Don't take it lightly, because you never know when it could all fall apart. Well, and so Wet Blanket says this before we go to break, 402-464-5685. Nick, period. You have, you, in all caps, have talked, Told. in all cap in all caps, about Nebraska being 6-3 and three every offseason since you started at the ticket. 
in all caps. <laughs> Stop it. Enjoy five and three and talk about six and three next week. Go big red. What part of me is not enjoying five and three? <laughs> I'm thrilled with five and three. What I, everything I just said is putting a microscope under or over five and three. Specifically speaking to five and three. The whole don't worry about the big picture. Only take what we've never what we've actually seen. Mm-hmm. Only so much can be changed in a year. Come on. That's what I'm talking about. Nebraska's five and three in year one of a head coach with a lot of the same players, with a lot of new players that have had to step up. Somehow, some way they found a way to get it done. How have they done that? We're not really sure. I'm trying to think of guys who like didn't like didn't play last year or just weren't on the roster last year that are making major contributions to this team. Um, not to like tear anybody down, but just to think about like, you know, obviously Ben Scott at center. Yeah. Uh, Heinrich Harburg was on the team last year and he's he's, you know, now you're starting quarterback. Emmett Johnson was on the team last year. He's your starting running back. All of the receivers that are currently playing aside well, no, not really, because you have the two freshmen that yeah. weren't committed until rule came in. So those that's new. Um, both of the tight ends were here last year. The rest of the offensive line was here last mm-hmm. year. Like it's a lot like it's a lot of the same players, just different coaching, different play styles, different whatever. Fresh start potentially. Like that that plays a, a huge factor in I think a lot of athletes. Mm-hmm. I mean, talk talk to Heiner Carberg about a fresh start. Yeah. That man, that man was never going to see the field. I'll say it right now. That man was buried. He was, he was never going to see the field in a Husker uniform under the previous regime. Nope. Never. Talk to Heiner Carberg about a fresh start. I, I'm, you can go down this list of guys, right, that are now getting these, these opportunities, whether it be by injury, whether it be just by pure competition, that have stepped up. They have stepped up and they have figured out a way to contribute early on in their career or even at the tail end of their career. And it's it's working wonders for Nebraska football right now because they are 5-3 and three, uh, going into a game against East Lansing after they go undefeated in October, after they are winners of three in a row. For the first time after, in forever. Well, since 2016. Forever. After they finally win a game going into a bye week and coming out of a bye week. You have a defense that's only allowing points 25% of the time on average. You love stop rate. Love stop rate. I was I was tweeting a lot about stop rate yes, on Saturday. Were. Yes, you were. But the stop rate statistics are unbelievable right now. They're off the charts on how much well, technically you're... Technically, they're on the charts. They are on the charts. You're, you're they're high on the charts. <laughs> but the stop rate statistics are unbelievable right now. To where Nebraska's defense is forcing a turnover, a punt, or a turnover on downs 73% of the time. That's pretty solid. And that's including a game into where you completely got embarrassed 45-7 to Michigan. And that's including a game to where you got handled in the second half by Colorado. Like these, These are... Unbelievable statistics that we're seeing. The first touchdown that was allowed on Saturday was the first one since the second quarter of the Illinois game. That's ridiculous. I mean, we're we're talking about instead of these negative streaks of man, Nebraska has lost X amount of one score law one score games. Nebraska's blown this many leads. Nebraska's this in the turnover battle, which they still are. 
Now we're starting to see these positive statistics and these positive streaks come to fruition. The ones we talked about in the offseason mm-hmm. are now coming to fruition and being real in the fall. They won a one-score game. They won a game in which they committed multiple turnovers. As you said, they won a game going into and coming out of a bye week. They're 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 getting past all of these hurdles that have stood in their way for the past however many seasons. Yeah. And it's small victories like that, I mean just overall victories that will help build the confidence needed to avoid letdowns that have mm-hmm. plagued Nebraska in the past. Avoid letdowns like turning the ball over two times or or you know having a what was it 20 something to 7 lead allowing a fumble recovery for a touchdown in the past Nebraska loses that game mm-hmm. but somehow they give up three touchdowns after that I don't I, know how I, but that but they, that would happen that Illinois game where they throw the two interceptions like the, the Northwestern game starting the game with two interceptions or whatever mm-hmm. they lose all three of those games in the past they I, win all three of those games now so here's here's what I would say um in the next segment as we as we're up against the break here in the next segment, we're going to talk potential bowl game because Nebraska is firmly in bowl projections, right? And Brett McMurphy is usually the most accurate when it comes to these things with the Action Network. We're going to figure out where Nebraska's at in Brett McMurphy's projections. Also, where are some other schools in the Big Ten? Where are they at? Iowa? Projected to go to Las Vegas? Gross. <laughs> I, Just, I mean, that's that's nasty. <laughs> Iowa's offense would score three points if they went to Vegas and played indoors or if they went to New York and played in the pinstripe bowl in seven feet of snow. Bet but the unders. Yeah, hammer the unders. But nonetheless, here's the thing. Just as a, as a just to preface this. Whatever Rico and I say behind the microphones, on the screen, on the camera, has absolutely no effect on how Nebraska plays on Saturday. You sure about that? So even if we were prior to the season saying five wins, putting a number to it, saying six and three, saying nine and three, at the end of the day, it all means diddly poo because we're not the ones suiting up in the pads and helmets. Thank gosh. I think I do. On Saturday, I would not. I'm good. I'm good, especially in the cold. I'm good. I think I could do it. But so that's that's what... Not now, but... Before we get... All uptight, just understand that that there's it's not a jinx. It's mm-hmm. not it's not just because we're going to talk about a bowl game that if Nebraska goes out and loses the bowl game, it's our fault. I mean, you can t- text in. We're we're happy to, to I read do all be- those. I do believe in jinxes, so maybe it is our fault. No, no, because a good football team and Matt, a, a frankly a Matt Rule the way he talks mm-hmm. and 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 conversates about this program. And his dream for this program. If you are a well-coached and well-oiled machine, Mm -hmm. then guess what? You're not going to lose games that you should lose. I'm just saying you can't. And you're going to you're going to go ahead and take care of business. You can't beat the universe if the universe wants you to lose. So let's go and talk about it. All right, four zero two four six four five six eight five, the Honda Lincoln Hotline and the uh, Starter Heyman Text Line, both open for you guys. The entire show today, as well as the Starter Heyman Jewelers live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 951. All avenues for you to get in touch with us. Let's talk bold projections. We haven't been able to do this in like 7,000 years. We're going to do it next on the Happy Hour.
Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.